Looking for a way to keep your kids or grandkids entertained? Just tell your smart speaker to play Vision Kids Radio. Vision Kids! Problem solved. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Love always involves risk. Radical love always involves radical risk. We're chatting on the program this week about leaving behind a legacy of love when we're gone. The question is, are we prepared to take the risks that love involves or not? Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond and welcome again to the program today as we poke around and take a bit of a look at your risk profile from a different perspective. Over the past few days, we've been chatting about what it means to live a life that leaves behind a legacy of love. And on every level, it seems to me that loving other people involves risk. And loving other people in a radical, powerful way involves radical risk. Mother Teresa is perhaps one of the most iconic figures of the 20th century. There would be very few people who haven't heard of her anywhere in the world and very few people who don't know what she did. She was a Catholic nun who opened missions in Kolkata in India to reach out and minister to the dying amongst the poorest of the poor, most of which belonged to the Dalit class, or as we know them in the West, the untouchables. From small beginnings, the missionaries of charity movement that she founded has grown to over 4,500 sisters and is active in 133 countries around the world, running hospices and homes for people with HIV and AIDS, leprosy and tuberculosis. They run soup kitchens, children's and family counselling programs, orphanages and schools, all sorts of things. What she began was an amazing ministry of radical, unconditional love that since her death in 1997 has grown into an international legacy that is touching the dying and the poorest of the poor around the globe. But Mother Teresa wasn't always Mother Teresa. She was born in 1910 as Agnese Bojihu in a place called Skopje, which is now the capital of the Republic of Macedonia. But at the time was part of the Ottoman Empire. Her father, a politician, died when she was only eight years old. She was fascinated with stories of missionaries going to far-off lands, and by the age of 12, she was convinced that she should commit her life to reaching, touching and loving other people. She left home to join an order of nuns at the age of 18, and from that moment onward, she never saw her mother or her sister again. Some years later, on the 10th of September 1946, the now Sister Teresa, as she'd been named, experienced what she would later describe as a call within a call. While travelling to the Loretto Convent in Darjeeling from Calcutta for her annual retreat, this is how she described it. I was to leave the convent and help the poor while living amongst them. It was like an order. To fail would have been to break the faith. So... She left the security of the convent to live amongst the poorest of the poor in Calcutta. She had no income, and she actually had to go out and beg for food and supplies on the street. But in her heart of hearts, she was convinced that she was to live amongst the poor and reach out to the dying. Now, she herself said she experienced doubt and loneliness and a strong temptation to return to the comfort and the security of convent life. She experienced trials and challenges, doubts and fears beyond measure. But day after day, as she lived amongst the dying, tended to their wounds, held them in her arms as they died, 
She was building something. I'm sure it didn't feel like that. And I'm sure that if you'd told her in those early days and years that one day she would win the Nobel Peace Prize and sit in the Oval Office chatting with the President of the United States, she'd never have believed you. If you'd told her that the Indian government would issue a special five-rupee coin, being the sum with which she arrived in India, to commemorate the 100th anniversary of her birth in 2010, long after she died, she would have been totally incredulous. I tell you this story because people who are famous, people who are successful, well, always seem to know of them is that they're famous and successful. That's all we see. We look at those people and think of them as an overnight success, not having seen the, the 20 years of blood and sweat and tears that it took to get there. Now, think about this young girl from Macedonia. Her native tongue was Albanian. Think of the culture, the environment she grew up in, the, the huge gap between that and the slums of Calcutta. It's, it's totally incalculable. Okay, she arrived in India under the care and the security of a large organisation, the Catholic Church, but she chose to step out of that to become a beggar herself in order to be with the dying of the poorest of the poor. The risk was enormous. She was by any measure a foreign young woman on her own in a country where she didn't speak the many languages spoken around her. Well, she was doomed to fail. This was risk with a capital R. But here's the principle. Here's the reason that I'm sharing her story with you. Because radical love requires radical risk. And that doesn't necessarily mean leaving your home and travelling halfway around the world to an unfamiliar foreign land. Radical love may be required by a difficult teenager, by your neighbours whose family is being torn apart by infidelity and divorce. Radical love may be required by your friend who has nowhere to live or by someone in your community who can't even put a meal on their table to feed their children or by a woman who's going through depression or a man who's struggling with alcoholism. Loving those people involves risk because it means exposing ourselves. See, we love to wrap ourselves in safety and security. We love to wrap ourselves in comfort and convenience. But all that's blown away the moment we choose to love people who are difficult to love. And remember, love isn't just a noun. It's not just something we have. Love is also a verb. It's something we're meant to do. Love is a doing word. And so if you and I are going to leave behind our own legacy, maybe not as large and not as well recognised as the legacy that Agnese Bojahu of Skopje left behind, but our own legacy in our own way, then my friend, it is going to involve risk. It is going to involve discomfort and inconvenience. The nice world that we would construct around ourselves, where everything's arranged so as to meet our needs and our wants, will be completely shattered and torn apart. The bottom line is that the moment we decide to leave behind a lasting legacy of love, we start living a life of risk. It's just the way it works. Jesus said, Greater love has no man than to lay down his life for his friends. John chapter 15, verse 13. It's exactly what he did. He gave his life freely and willingly for you and me. John 10, verse 17 and 18. For this reason the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it away from me but I lay it down of my own accord. I have the power to lay down my life. I have the power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father in heaven. Jesus came to this earth to lay down his life for the dying so that we might live. He came to this world not just for presidents and kings, but for the poorest among the poor, for ordinary folk like you and me 
to lay down his life so that whoever believes in him, whoever believes that his death on the cross is the full payment of their sin, the only way to be accepted by God, whoever believes that would have a new life and an eternal life. You see, that's radical love. It involved radical risk and radical sacrifice. It involved losing everything, even his life, so that you and I might live forever. And yet, it often feels like that. Like Agnese Bojahu of Skopje felt in those first few years while she was begging for food and resources on the streets of Calcutta. It's often fraught with fears and doubts and pains and sufferings when we choose to love people radically and powerfully in a way that will transform their lives. My friend, it is definitely going to cost us something. So, are you someone who wants to leave behind your own legacy of lasting love? Are you? Then my question is this. What risks are you prepared to take? How much are you prepared to lose in order that others might live? Before I go, I'd just like to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at powerfulprayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is powerfulprayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time Monday with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.